1: Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God.
0: And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.
1: Song of the redeemed. Well, thank you for tuning in to the podcast this Tuesday. Unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond our control, such as all-night power outages and therefore late packing, uh, long stops on the road, traffic delays, it's 9 o'clock on a Monday night, and I have nothing for tomorrow's podcast. So rather than rush something, we're going to take a message that this preached, the Messianic Psalms of ASAP, priest of the Living Waters Baptist Church. It'll be two parts. This will be today and tomorrow, which is Wednesday. I hope it's a blessing. I certainly do hope it's a help to you. Would you pray for us? Pray that God would use the message as we listen to the Psalms of Asaph. Let's go to 1 Chronicles 25. Now, some of you obviously missed it, but we didn't have a birthday or a reason. in New York, of all months in February, we had an ice cream party. Mm-hmm. And you remember that in February. We had we had half fites. Twix bars and Snickers, all ice cream, Twix bars and Snicker bars and in February. And uh, every needs their heart. Taryn had probably five. Amen. <laughs> I saw, but the lead with a couple, amen. I caught him on that. And uh, we just want to be a blessing to folks. So we went to Walgreens, ice cream was 90% off. I said, well, God's in this, amen. And so I saw Twinkies on clearance. I said, well, you know, we found the perfect one of God today, Amen. Now, people, you may not agree with that. That's all right. If you don't like that, you can give your Twinkie back. First Chronicles 25, and we read a couple of verses. We talked about this in Black Creek on some one of those days. And uh, I want to just dig into this just a little bit for the Lord's help. In verse 20, it says, more of a day when the captains of the host separated to the service of the sons of Asaph and of Henan and of Jeduthun, who should prophesy. Now notice that word there, we should prophesy with arps, with psalteries, and with symbols. And the number of the workmen according to their service was of the sons of Asaph, Zachir, and Joseph, and Nethaniah, and Asaph. The sons of Asaph, under the hands of Asaph, was prophesied according to the order of the king. Of Jedithan, the sons of Jedithan, Gedaliah, and Zerai, and Jeshiah, Hashabiah, and Mattathiah, Six, under the hands of their father, Jeduthun, who prophesied with a heart to give thanks and to praise the Lord. Now I want you to notice that each one of these verses it speaks of very particular men. We're going to look at one of them. But he also spake of the musical instruments that they used. And he also spake of what they did. They prophesied. As they sang, they prophesied. Now, it's interesting because as we go further into this just a little bit, we'll notice that these same men pop up often in that, but one man prophesied with a heart. Now, how do you reckon he did that? Let's just use our brains for just a minute. Would, could we say that he probably did that out loud with his voice and used a harp and sang? But, I mean, could we assume, or maybe somebody sang along with him? Maybe the congregation sang. But these songs were to be sung. Some of them are prayers, and yet they were to be sung. They were to be, I don't like the word chanted, but I don't know what other word to use because I'm ignorant, but they would be sung in, in different ways and uh, different manners. But in this manner, they would use the harp, they'd use the psalter, they'd use the cymbals. Now, let me just rest assured this, it wasn't a set of symbols with different pitches, and some guy wasn't back there with sticks, you know, rocking his long hair, banging the cymbals. That wasn't that wasn't the manner of worship. No, these would have been cymbals that would have been tuned. They would have been pleasant to hear, unlike that trash. And uh, they would have been godly because the men of God used them to prophesy. And now, he goes on in 2 Corinthians. We're going to bounce back and forth here, just the order in which I did things. In 2 Corinthians 29, and I'm going to start in verse 30. Then Hezekiah answered, let's go in verse 30 actually this time, Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles 29 and verse 30, moreover Hezekiah the king and the princes commanded the Levites to sing praise unto the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph the seer. Now prophets in times before were called seers. We know Nathan was a seer. There's others that were seers. Asaph was a seer. He could see things that God had shown him. And they sang praises with gladness, and they bowed their heads and worshipped. So now the king has commanded them to use this manner of worship. And they're singing, and he said on this wise, the words of David and Asaph the seer. So those men that prophesied, those men that gave us the psalms, David was the great psalmist of the sweet psalmist of Israel. And they gave us those songs and they gave them in a manner of such that holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Let me just say that's the difference between music today and the psalms. There's a lot of people today just speaking out of the abundance of their own heart. Or they give a song out of the abundance of their flesh or the lust of their heart. And of course, it's popular and trendy, but it's contrary to doctrine. And I'm not going to go into all of those. Zach will deal with it at Sunday school probably ten times this year. And that's all right that he does that. Amen and amen. And they need dealt with. I was at the church not too long ago, and I talked about one of my little pet peeve songs. And you know, he says specifically, rejoice not because the devils are subject unto you. So what are they say? I'm not going to hell. He said, rejoice not because the devils are subject unto you. It'd be one thing if they said, my name is written there. And they rejoice over that. But why? Because they're contrary to the word of God. And yet, you know, all the carnal lost people run the aisles and shout and weep and sob. And all the little girls run down to the altar and their mascara weeps everywhere. And the snot slings. Why? Because they're singing contrary to the word of God. They sing. You go to church. Well, we're here now. And they sing. They're under the blood. And, you know, I know some of you could vouch for that. They'll, they'll go crazy throwing stuff. And one guy told me, he goes, brother, I, I know it's contrary to doctrine. Man, I love that song. I was like, well, you know, there's songs I love too, but I don't sing them anymore. Willie Whalen and Me and Country Boy Can't Survive, but I just don't sing those, amen? Because <laughs> they're so contrary to sound doctrine. And so you say, how do you love them? i my flesh, amen? We were joking since the, some of you are going to Africa. And uh, every time we're in the vehicle with brother Zach, and we're going Doo, do 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 See, all your carnal people got that, didn't <laughs> amen. <laughs> Immediately, boom. You know why? Because every story you're in, you hear that. It's the catchiest tune in the history of music. You know, you put some good godly lyrics to it. We can sing it now. You know, but anyway. So it just, these these songs that that were written were designed to be sung. But there's a little bit more to it than just that. Let me just move on. We'll be here forever. First Chronicles chapter 16. We're going to back up a little bit. And there's far more background we're going to look at in this as we go through this. In verse 5, we'll start reading, right after we read verse 4. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord. Now notice this, to minister, where's that? Before the ark of the Lord. That's where God has called them to minister. And he said to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. How did we lead the service last night? With Thanksgiving. Man, right? To thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. What was their ministry? Well, they had children's ministry. And, you know, we taught the three-year-old class, the nine-year-old class. And, you know, I was an usher and I got promoted to senior usher. And then, you know, I was the assistant nursery attendant. But I kind of outgrew that. And now I'm on the financial committee. No, they ministered before the Lord. That was their role. And they stood before the ark of God and their ministry was simply what he said it was to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. Where are those ministers today? The day and night stand before the Lord and thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. verse five, Asaph, the chief, and next to him, Zechariah, Jael, and Shemarimah, and Jehiel, and Mattathiah, and Eliab, and Benaiah, and Obed-Edom, and jail with psalteries and with harps. But Asaph made a sound with cymbals. Isn't that interesting? What was his praise? I mean, I don't know if it was two cymbals. I'm assuming it was two of them clanging together. Again, he wasn't sitting there going like this. He's. He's making a sound. with it. where? Before the Lord. Brother Vernon, before I get too far, I'm not proposing that you go buy a bunch of symbols for the children of the church, but it wouldn't be a bad thing as long as they took them home. They may just want to throw that out there. And so we might do it. They went an offer to buy all the children symbols to take home with them after the base leave. Amen. My wife and I were at BB's the other day, and they had the Melissa and Doug, what was it called? The musical band in a box. $10, Melissa and Doug. And, of course, our children immediately see the bright colored packaging. Like, Daddy, Daddy. I just told my wife, I said, I'd rather pull my mowers out without paying them in, Amen. <laughs> to get my children a band in a box. Cymbals and shakers and the thing you scratch up and down. I said, not in not this life. Amen. <laughs> Asaph the chief. And next day, I went through all that. And Asaph and out was cymbals. Beniah also, Jehaziel the priest, with trumpets continually before the Ark of the Covenant. Of God again, what's this glamorous ministry he's called into mm. worship leader? I mean, Asaph was the chief. I mean, did he wear the skinny jeans and wave his hands in the air? Was that his role? No, it was not. He was a holy man of God, right? And no man in skinny jeans has ever been holy, no woman in skinny jeans has ever been holy. Amen right. and amen. They get right. up there and they lead worship today. No, Asaph. Stood before the Lord, playing his cymbals, and then men came in and blew trumpets continually. Why? Because they were giving praise and they were offering thanks to the Lord God of Israel. First Chronicles chapter 15. start verse 17. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Joel, and of his brother Asaph, the son of Barakiah, and of the sons of Merari, their brother, Ethan, the sons of Cushiah. And he goes on down the list. And then verse 19 says, so the singers. So guess what he was doing while he was playing his cymbals. Heman, Asaph, and Ethan were appointed to sound with cymbals of brass. Just a little bit more detail. But what is he doing? He's singing. He's singing praises to the Most High God. And he's playing his cymbals. Why is he singing praises? Because he is a seer. He's a prophet of God. He's giving the word of God in song. And he goes on in 1 Chronicles chapter 6. I know I'm, this is just the order I put this in. I have no rhyme or other rhyme or reason, but it only makes sense to me probably. In verse 33, these are they that waited with their children, 1 Chronicles six thirty-three. Of the sons of the Kohathites, Heman a singer, the son of Joel, the son of Shemiel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Jero, the son of Eliel, the son of Toa, the son of Zubh, the son of Elkanah, the son of Mahath, the son of Amasai the son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah, the son of Teeth, the son of Asher, the son of Ebiasaph, the son of Korah, the son of Ishar, the son of Kohat, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and his brother Asaph, who stood in his right hand, even Asaph, the son of Barakai, the son of Shimei. So God gives us his lineage. God tells us how he has been appointed by his lineage. To that position before the ark of God, to testify of the goodness of God and to give thanks unto God, he tells us what his position is. going to we'll go ahead and do this. Go to Second Chronicles five. We're going to do these two. I'm going to miss. I'm going to intentionally skip some of the verses, try to make one point tonight. 2 Chronicles chapter five and verse twelve. Also the Levites, which were the singers. Now notice that the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Asa, of Heman, of Jeduthun, with their sons and their brother. And now notice the holiness, being arrayed in white linen, the command of God, having symbols and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, in a specific place, and with them, a hundred and twenty priests, sounding With trumpets. Now, does loud worship bother you? (laughs) Yeah, buddy. It's amazing how loud worship only bothers people when you're singing hymns. (laughs) Amen. Right. I remember the first time I was exposed to the other, probably about 99, maybe 2,000, and my dad insisted we go to the greatest church on earth with him when he was back in town. We go to the church of Nazarene in Gaithersburg, and they just started a band. And uh, some short-haired girl gets up there and walks up and immediately eats the microphone and starts squalling and bellering and grunting. and You know, and some guy's slapping the guitar and another guy's slapping the bass. And, I mean, just blaring. Like the old people are all holding their ears, can't wait to leave service. And, you know, and, and yet they go to worship. And they have concerts and they go worship that. And man, the louder the better today. But then you go to the house of God and the people are shout and rejoice and it's all too loud for them. Amen. Although they listen to Hank really loud and probably Tupac really loud and everything. But they don't want that in church. Because church is sacred. Amen. Amen. Anyway, I'll leave that alone for now. Probably said enough about that. But these 120 priests are sounding with trumpets. What are they doing? They're saying, these in the altar of God. Why? They're sounding with trumpets. Why? They're worshiping God. They're singing praise unto God. And notice what he says in verse 13, it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, not drawing attention to self, but praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Now notice this, at the singing of praise. Right? At the singing of praise. Yes, what are they doing? They're ministering to the Most High God. That's right. That's right. right. What pleased Him? Thanksgiving and praise. Amen. pleased Him. The trumpets and the voices became one. That's the volume for which it reached. Good. It blended perfectly. What are they singing? Psalms, David's psalms, Asaph's psalms, the words of God, and it pleased the Lord when we sang them back to Him. Amen. Then the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. You know what I don't see in any of this? I don't see any me. Should sure. right. 120 trumpeters, a host of singers, psalteries, harps, one giant crescendo of noise. And they began to sing, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Amen. They sang songs like, Thou would not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. And by the way, just in case you were wondering, Handel wrote that also.
0: Yeah.
1: You better believe it. Amen. (laughs) You'll hear that sound of the opera. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Life's an empty out. Yeah. Most churches are an empty out. Amen. (laughs) Well, we know what he means there. It's Sheol, the grave. Amen. That's Hades in the New Testament. Hmm. They're singing these songs and it's pleasing to the Lord and the glory of God fell in the house of God when praise and thanksgiving were offered to him before the ark of God, in this case, on the east side of the temple. I can't help but think they're looking to the east as they sang. Mm Forgive me. I think they were looking to that eastern sky even as they sang. And they sang songs like this Swing wide the gates. Lift up thy gates. The Lord is my shepherd. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. It's our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Amen. And they lift up those songs of praise and the glory of God fell in the house of God so that the priests could not even enter because of the glory of God. They signed the words of God.
0: There's a lost soul who's tired of sinning and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints, all with gladness, are singing the glory, a song of the. Re-